1: Football is back, and so is Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Villani every week this fall. That's picks, parlays, and that's sweet, sweet value, cactus included, on all the NFL and college football matchups. Full breakdowns on the biggest games, but if you have a life, you don't have 45 minutes to spare, we've got you. We're the most on-demand podcast. We're catered to you and the teams you love. That's Cash the Ticket. Listen on the Odyssey app
0: or wherever you get your podcasts. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception, reception, the show.
1: Um, hey, you mentioned it just a little bit, Matt. Um, Garrett Wilson is a big mover for you. Uh, wide receiver twelve. We're looking at. We're talking about a guy that had nine points in week one and then exploded for thirty in week number 2 sitting there with uh, 154 yards and two touchdowns uh why the big move i'm assuming you're thinking that this success that he saw in week number 2 is pretty sustainable
0: yeah I bumped him to wide receiver 38 you know i, I- I got a cop to um, a bad take on this podcast. A few um, if somebody reminded me of this shout out to you guys for listening to the show (laughs) Uh, reminded me that when we did our rookie rankings, I had ranked him. I think I might've said this on the last podcast that, like based on opportunity, I was really low on Garrett Wilson for his rookie season. Like I I thought they were going to play goofballs like Braxton Barrios ahead of him, but they're running Garrett Wilson out as like the slot receiver. So I bumped him all the way up to wide receiver 38, um, which is in uh, the same tier like that tier five dude is actually 37 for garrett wilson and you know my fifth tier of receivers is like guys you really want all the way from like gabe davis to iuk to um chris godwin jerry judy michael thomas like wow i think he's going to be kind of in this group of dudes more towards the back half of it right but the thing with garrett wilson dk metcalf in that tier too correct yeah so i think the thing with garrett wilson is I love the layup looks that he's getting. I love that role that they have him in, um, in his reception perception sample, which again, should be on the site by the time this podcast is up. No, no, it will definitely be on the hey. site by the time this podcast yeah, is up. let's go. 66.3% of his uh, snaps are off the line of scrimmage. That helps a lot to get you in motion. That helps you a lot to get favorable matchups. And he's been about a 45% slot player through two weeks. So love to see that talked about his after the catch skills, talked about his separation skills on the last podcast. I mean, he's just a freaking stud dude. So, and the usage that he's been getting, he's tied right now for the NFL lead in end zone targets with J- Devonte Adams, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar chase. Like, Hey, those are good <laughs> players. Right. So I, I'm, I still have Elijah Moore, a few spots ahead of him. I'm, I'm holding out there, but talk to me in two weeks. I could, I could flip those guys. Cause I think, I think both are great players. I think that, Wilson's probably a better player. And I think that the usage they've been giving him is just more like, again, it's it's just what we just talked about. Are you going to have like layup slot routes? Are you and but also be a freak show of an athlete and be able to burn guys vertically from the slot. Or are you going to be that outside X receiver? That's going to get the more difficult targets, get the more difficult looks all against the line of scrimmage or, uh, or on the line of scrimmage and around the boundary. I think that's the role Elijah Moore is playing right now. I think that's not the, and Garrett Wilson's got the easier role. So that's why I want to be aggressive on Wilson.
1: It's interesting. You know, and again, if we're doing me a culpas, Hey, listen, I, having watched him at Ohio state thought he had a little bit of a ways to go in terms of being an impact player. I thought he was a good all around wide receiver. um, But I didn't see a lot of, what am I trying to say? I didn't see a lot of special traits. Um, I'm wrong. Bottom line <laughs> is flat out wrong. Um, yeah. He looks and, great. And he looks awesome, you know? So again, uh, yeah, if we're doing me a couples, that's mine. Okay. Cause like coming out, I thought, okay, Hey, listen, he's going to be a solid wide receiver, but they already have a special wide receiver in Elijah Moore there in New York. Where does he fit in? The answer is he fits in quite nicely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know everywhere, what I'm Honestly. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so he's been doing extremely well. So uh, he's another player that is interesting, man. These rookies,
0: Matt, Dude, like rookies look great. Th-
1: it's crazy, man. Like you're not supposed to be this good coming straight away. Like what is going on?
0: Well, I think some of it is there. The coaches are, are easier about, um, you know, the like the, they're better about getting guys in favorable situations. What we just talked about with, um, what we just talked about with the, the Garrett Wilson, the, the way they're lining him up, you know, that that's pretty cool to see. Um, then you've also just got guys like Drake, London, who I, bu- I bumped Drake London up so high. I bumped him nice. to wide receiver 23. Um, wow. I, uh, Let's go. Jeez, man. Yeah. I, I, I think, and <laughs> I think go. that's conservative. I had somebody actually leave a comment on the rest of season rankings page on the site and be like, uh-huh. wow, after listening to you on the last podcast, I would have thought he'd been like higher than that. <laughs> so I I don't know. I, I'm, I can be a little conservative with these rest of season rankings sometimes, sure. but I definitely think Drake London is. Like you got to you got to be starting Drake London every single week going forward. He looks incredible. Um, I think the guy. Ne- by the way, the next one, the next okay. one's definitely going to be Chris Olave. I think the, right mm-hmm. right now, Chris Olave leads the NFL in air yards. Yeah. Um, I know Jameis Winston has a bad back, and ain't nobody used to have a bad back. Uh, so that is a little concerning. But at the same time, um, he just, opportunity's great, and I think he's a great player. So he could be the next guy that rises up the rest of the season ranks from a rookie wide receiver perspective. But I did keep him um, in my sixth tier for now at wide receiver 43. But um, yeah, really, really high on Olave as well. He could be next. John Dotson's balling too, man. John yeah, Dotson's like, I know. He's, he looks, he's looking great too. We talked about him uh, recently on the show too.
1: His catch radius right now is just absolutely insanity. Like watching him just kind of twist and turn and like adjust to the ball, it's just, I mean, get out of here with this. I mean And he's on,
0: like dude. your size, bro, which is I, incredible. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, come on. <laughs> you're not supposed to be like this. An undersized wide receiver, like with an insane old catch rate, is like, what? What is going on? Um, man, it's 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 crazy. Um, yeah. D- Dotson is a player that I completely counted out. Cause I'm I'm like, listen, he's too small, dude. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, like, you, come on. it's like you are no! you are you are definitely sizest. I dude, I'm such a snob about that. It's so bad. I, and I and I fully come to that. It's a blind spot for me for sure.
0: I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about. Basketball now, golf and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, The big tournament or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: How about Christian Kirk? This is somebody that's a mover and shaker for sure. Right now, dude, my dude's a wide receiver seven on 18 total targets. Like, what? How did he do that? um he's at uh what is it 12 catches 195 through the air and two touchdowns does take on the chargers this week so this is a big test for christian kirk
0: yeah another uh shout out to me uh, christian kirk also featured in that uh 10 receivers uh reception mm-hmm. perception has ahead of consensus so. so you should probably subscribe to the site if you've <laughs> listened to it this far there you go uh, christian kirk Again, I think the reason I was high on him coming into this year, and the reason I'm still really high on him is that um I don't care what he got paid. Like that ain't my money, it ain't your money. Who gives a damn what the Jaguars paid Christian Kirk? But it did show intent. And also Kirk kind of fits into this um this slot receiver mold, right? Like he's a mm-hmm. pure inside guy. When pure. the yep. the Cliff Kingsbury, um, you know, dummy coaching staff out there in Arizona <laughs> tried to use him as like They've tried to use him as like a perimeter receiver for a ton okay. of time. Like early on in his career, early on in Cliff's career, they'd stick him out at the flanker spot. And, you know, Kirk can function as an outside flanker, but like he should be a, a pure slot guy. And when he's been a slot guy, he's been really, really good the last two years. I mean, his RP profile coming to this year was much better than people expected, you know? So he's like an 80 plus percent zone coverage guy. So if he's going to line up in the slide, he's going to see a lot of zone coverage. He can get open and he, and he's not just like a little pop gun slot receiver either. No, he can get down the field. We've seen that through two weeks. So I think Kirk is a guy I bumped him to wide receiver 20 Um, in, in my fourth tier right there with like Allen Robinson, uh, Deontay Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Drake London. He's right in that group. Um, I really like Christian Kirk. Uh, If he's a guy that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be trying to sell high in Christian Kirk. I think his production the first two weeks is legit. You know, I'll I'll also say this
1: Trevor Lawrence um, has certainly taken a step forward here in year number two, and he's got eyes. He has eyes for Christian Kirk. You know what I mean? So that's not bad. Um, And, and I, and I like what you did with the, with uh, Christian Kirk in terms of putting him at wide receiver 20. For me, just in terms of anticipated volume moving forward, it's really hard not to see Christian Kirk finishing as a
0: top twenty-five wide receiver. Hundred percent. I mean, look, who else are going to? You know, I don't like the "who else are they going to throw the ball" argument all the time because you know it, it can lead you to drafting guys like Darnell Mooney. Bad idea. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. but right. Christian Kirk is is a legit baller. Um, mm-hmm. Number one, so he's going to he's going to earn those those targets. But like, they don't have. Like, their perimeter receivers are still Marvin Jones and Zay Jones. Yeah, like, Jones th- it's brothers. not as if sud- – it's not a- – yeah, the Jones boys. It's not as if someone is suddenly going to come up and start eating into that volume for Zay Jones. Uh, I mean, for uh, Christian Kirk, like, Zay Jones will play his role. Marvin Jones, I mean, I guess will play his role. Uh, and then they have Evan Ingram playing tight end. Uh, so I think that this is legit at this point for Christian Kirk. You know, even like Travis Etienne, all those rumors about him, like, being a receiver – yeah, that's not happening. It's, right. it's It's Christian. It's a Christian Kirk show in Jacksonville.
1: Again, I, I go back to this whole Trevor Lawrence thing, because, again, um, well, first of all, my 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 colleague on DirecTV, um, John Hansen, the guru. Uh, one of the sharpest minds in fantasy football. He's so out on Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, man, it's so early really? to be Why? out Why? on Trevor. Lawrence. Lo- he is like, Hey, listen, he he watches a lot of game film. And he's like, from a game film mm-hmm. perspective, it's like, you know, he, it's, he, he thinks he's got too long of a release and it's like, it's not going to work and, and this, this, that, and this other thing. And I'm like, man, I think Trevor Lawrence has really taken a nice step forward. And to be honest with you, I think the Jaguars have one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL Yes, tre- I agree. And and Trevor Lawrence, I believe, has elevated the play of a lot of these guys. Um, and look, Evan Ingram was in the freaking trash pile, dude. Like he's actually <laughs> relevant right now, which is we're talking about Evan Ingram. We're talking about Evan, he's relevant. Like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Zen Catching Jones. like
0: seventy plus percent of his balls, too, which we know that <laughs> was a you. problem.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like Trevor Lawrence, I think has taken a real big step forward, and um, and again, I'm I'm really just looking forward to his development, man. Like I I really think that, uh, and plus he's getting functional coaching now. By the way, defense is getting functional coaching too, you know. And so, like the defense really is not the worst in the NFL. So there you go.
0: Um, So one one thing I just to to agree with you on Trevor Lawrence, I think there's a difference between. Like Trevor Lawrence might not hit the ceiling that because remember I mean, he was discussed as like the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Maybe he maybe he's showing more flaws because I I agree with Hanson that when you watch his his rookie tape, Trevor Lawrence, there were certainly some like bad habits there. But I do think you have to like. Like Trevor Lawrence, I think is basically this is his rookie year. Like he has never he's never had NFL level coaching before. This is the first year he has NFL level coaching. You know, Bourbon Meyer last year out there just like (laughs) running a clown show in Jacksonville. (laughs) Give me a freaking break! Um, Shout out to my my buddy Dalton Del Don from Yahoo for Bourbon Meyer. But um, yeah, like that's such a great name. Yeah, I mean, so I think like this is the first year we can really judge Trevor Lawrence, and also from the supporting cast, like. You say they have one of the worst receiving cores in the NFL. Um, I agree with you, but it was so much worse last year. Last year, uh, his top three targeted players were Marvin Jones, who's currently fourth on the team in targets, and I think mm-hmm. is is pretty much dust at this point. Sorry to yeah. your Cal Bears. Um, uh, hey, and then he's it had was decent career. Oh, he's a great career, great career. Yeah. Um, then he's had number two was LaVisca Chenault, who's currently on the. Frickin' Panthers and Laquan Treadwell, who's also not on the roster. So that's what Le- we were dealing with. I oh, yeah, so bad. Is LaVisca on the, pro- is he even active for the Panthers? He is. He is on oh my God, James. Not only is he on the, the, the active roster, Matt uh-huh. rule is talking this week about, I think we need to like LaVisca should should play more. That'll help us. And I'm like, Hey, two things, buddy. One, no, it won't Two, you. <laughs> that's your call. Matt rule. <laughs> I know. Who is he talking about? He, what are we talking about? Like, I what? love that is that is my favorite thing that oh coaches do. Um, oh like God. they Natural. they you know. Jesus Christ, <laughs> is there is there any human being on planet Earth that is is even like like is optimistic about Matt rule anymore. And Matt, I'm including Matt rule in that. Cause there's no way he can be that optimistic at this point. Oh,
1: it, it's so crazy too, because like, remember that first year that he came out, everyone was mad high on Matt rule.
0: And then like, man, that came crashing down real, quick. even before that, <laughs> even, God, even please. before that, like he was, uh, he was hyped up, you know, incessantly um, coming into coming into the NFL. Right. Or even before right. he took a job, like when he just had, he had that interview with the jets where, he demanded to make his own coaching staff and, and then, you know, um, they were like, no, we don't want you to do that. And he, he got out of there. Yeah. Um, like he, he took, he didn't take it. That's how in demand Matt rule was. He, he was, he was holding teams hostage that were trying <laughs> to get him there. Um, and right. now it's just such a disaster at this point. Um, I'm, I'm looking for this, this stat as we're talking about Matt rule cause it's just absolutely insane. I'm, I'm hoping I can find it. I'll, I'll just keep filibustering until I do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's insane. in Carolina. I, are you, how do you, it's all, to, to filibuster, how do you feel about DJ Moore, man? Are you freak? Are you freaked out about DJ more? Cause he's a guy dropped a lot in the rest of season rankings from 11 to 18.
1: I never saw. And first of all, fantasy Twitter loves, loves, loves DJ Moore. but just from like an environment standpoint, I never saw, and I never viewed DJ Moore as a top 12 fantasy wide receiver coming in to 2022. Um, and a lot of that had to do with quarterback play, a little bit of coaching. And then again, he's a good player. I wouldn't say he's a dominant player, right? So we talk about targets being earned in targets, like mm-hmm. demanding those targets. I think he's a good player. I think he's a very good player. I don't see him as a dominant player that just, you gotta get him 12, 13 targets a game.
0: Yeah. I mean, he was getting the, that volume last year. Uh, I do agree with you though. That he's probably, he's probably a, 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 a really good player a really good number. I mean, maybe I think just probably a good number one, but not a great number one. Yes. Um, that's exactly and, how
1: I would peg him. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, but I actually think that they've done this coaching staff has done him a disservice by not putting him in like a flanker, like pre-snap motion type role and like getting more slot targets. Cause he would crush in that they've really stuck him at like ISO X receiver. And you know, you just look at the way guys, you know, across the NFL are getting targets schemed up. And I think like DJ Moore would be perfect for that. Cause he's so good on like in breaking routes, like the slant and the dig route um, and even beating man coverage on those routes, getting him over the middle. And he's great after the catch, but like, I was just going to say his... like, you don't want this guy just trying to beat you downfield. Like, don't
1: you Agre- want yes. to get this guy on like cross deep crossers, just like moving him horizontally across the field, like have him in motion, you know, like, do some things to get this guy into open space. Because I'll tell you what, man, I don't care what anybody says. Like in the open field, DJ Moore is just straight awesome. up
0: dangerous. He could play in a Debo Samuel type of role. Like no, oh, I, sure. nobody's going to you know, just Debo is like one of the best edge rushers in the, like g- getting to the edge and get outside zone runners in the entire NFL. So maybe DJ yeah. Moore wouldn't be like that. But I mean, in his rookie year, they, th- that Ron Rivera and young Turner, uh, and, and, and and old Turner too. They were okay, Scott Turner. There are dozens yeah. of us, James. There dozens are Dozens of us. Of us. Yes. Uh, you know, they, they did a pretty good <laughs> job, like using using DJ more creatively. Um, yeah. But last, thing, so the problem here is this Panthers coaching staff might not be that sharp because I found the stat I was looking for. Matt Rule is one and twenty four when allow when teams score more than seventeen points against him. What? One and 24 when allowing 17 plus points. James, if if you score more than 17 oh points against God. the Carolina Panthers, you win. And by the way, everybody scores more than 17, 17 points. points. <laughs> that's nothing. What? Oh, my it's God. It's been – I, I think it has been nothing short of offensive malpractice, what has gone on in Carolina under Matt Rule. So that's my point of like – I think Panthers fans hate Matt Rule, and I I I, 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 th- I think it's deserved. <laughs> what a mess! <laughs> oh my goodness, dude, that is
1: wow! That's outrageous. All right, so there you go. If you want to see the rest of uh, Matt Harmon's rest of season rankings, obviously go to the website, receptionperception.com. If you're still sticking with us, we appreciate y'all. Why don't you go ahead and rate and subscribe to the podcast? That would be very much appreciated as well.
0: Matt, final thoughts, man, going into week number three. Um, no, man, I, I'm gassed up about week three. We got a crappy Thursday night game to get us started. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm, I mean, Pittsburgh Steelers, enough already with Mitch Trubisky. Like, you have too many talented to play. Just play Kenny Pickett. Just play Kenny Pickett ah. and see what the kids got.
1: We're Enough done Mitch. with Mitch.
0: It's it's
1: it's it's not gonna happen with Mitch. Like if he wants to be a backup for the next 10 years, by all means. But we're done with Mitch as a starter. It's like, oh my god.
0: If he wants to be a backup for the next 10 years, he should stop playing. Like he, he should have he should have like been Josh Allen's backup, you know? Yes. And then like gone and taken another backup job. But 100%. the fact that we're seeing more tape, you know, this is how it works with backup quarterbacks. Like you said, the more tape you see on them. The worse it gets yeah like the more the longer these guys play like even like when chase daniel had to get on the field when uh, when josh uh, when justin herbert was hurt on thursday night you could see it like chase daniel's like nope nope <laughs> nope get me out of here <laughs> you don't want to see me playing you want to see me on the sideline cashing checks baby uh, that's great all right so there you go all right that's our show for matt Hartman. i'm james
1: Caldwell. we'll see you <laughs>